Hi, hello, my name is Ray, and welcome back to another episode of Ray's Rambles. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that I've wanted to talk about for a while. This is one of my favorite things to tell people about, tell stories about, and I'm really excited to just get into it. Today, I will be discussing the concepts of being alone versus feeling lonely. This is a topic that I feel is really just difficult for a lot of people to understand. It's something that a lot of people struggle with. And as I get older, I find it becoming more relevant. So I'm excited to discuss a lot of what goes into it just because I've watched it evolve in my own life, especially more recently in the past couple years, I'd say. So just to start, being alone and feeling lonely are not the same thing just for a simple loose definition that i could come up with in my head in terms of how i'll be speaking about them being alone is just the idea of being by yourself and in your own company and really not focused on other people or their company and being lonely is the feeling of this great longing to be with other people that you're just not happy with being in your own company and you really do wish to be around others. These two ideas can definitely coexist and they do. You can be both alone and lonely and that's usually the case in a lot of people that I've heard speak about it. But oftentimes people mistake being alone for loneliness but a lot of the times they actually just are both. Experiencing loneliness while being alone just simply means that you're not totally secure in being alone and being by yourself. This is especially true if you're feeling lonely often and typically those that are the most secure will feel lonely at times but it won't be as intense or life-altering as somebody who might be alone and feel lonely almost all of the time. You can also be lonely when you have a lot of friends or a lot of love in your life. Loneliness really doesn't discriminate and is really just a feeling that comes out of your sense of self and your sense of security when it comes to being by yourself. Being alone as a concept in itself can be a really good thing and it should not always be looked at as bad. I find that a lot of times people look down on being alone. They say people are antisocial or they don't want to be around people and that's not a good attitude to have. I personally believe that being alone is a great thing and should be looked at as such. We have all heard the adage that you have to love spending time with yourself and you have to be comfortable spending time with yourself in order to have meaningful relationships with people who also love to spend time with you. But you don't have to go to the extreme. You don't have to become, you know, a hermit for people to love you and you don't have to be antisocial, literally, for people to want to have meaningful relationships with you. But you do have to know what it's like to just sit with yourself and not need to be around others, that's the key word, in order to be satisfied and content with yourself. Learning how to be alone is really one of the most important lessons you could ever learn. It shows you who you are, what your true passions are, what you like to do when nobody else is around, and it truly is one of the most freeing feelings ever once you get over the hump of learning how to accept being alone as something good and something that is constructive. Loneliness, on the other hand, is definitely multifaceted. It can stem from so many different things and feelings, but in the context of comparison of being alone, Again, if you're not secure being alone, you will just feel lonely very quickly and quite often. We are all going to feel lonely at times. Humans are social animals. We need to be around people in order to have a meaningful life. It's just an instinct to be around other people. So even if we have good friends or other relationships we enjoy, 
we will still feel lonely at times and that is okay. But understanding our triggers for loneliness can really help us learn to work out of that and sort through our feelings about it. Let me just also say, I have a lot of experience in terms of this topic. Personally, for me, looking back, I was never really comfortable being alone growing up. Especially during my formative years, I was super insecure. I struggled with needing to fit in. I was always busy to avoid being by myself. In my kind of preteen to teen years, I struggled a lot with mental health issues as well. So I really couldn't be alone without experiencing very negative feelings about myself and who I was as a person. My sense of self truly relied on other people's impressions of me too, so I didn't know who I was. I was just really valuing what other people would tell me I was. And this idea continued into the earlier bits of college, even though by then I was really coming into my own personality and growing more independent. I went through a lot of transformation those couple years, but I was still stuck in not wanting to be alone because I still didn't really know who I was without other people telling me who I was. And I was not fully secure being alone until I was forced to for months, which was obviously due to the first instances of isolation and lockdown due to the global pandemic. Obviously, this was a universal experience for everybody, but this really changed my life because my parents had moved twice during my college years. And so the second move was to a place that didn't really allow for me to make friends since I had stayed at school for much of that time. So when I had to move back home in the middle of the pandemic, in the middle of my spring semester of junior year of college, I had no one to see or even talk to socially distance. All of my friends were up north, very far away, and I had to spend every single day by myself or going on walks with my dad or something. It was just me and them in a little bubble with nobody around me to even have some sort of semblance of normalcy. For somebody who had never had to be alone like this previously, who would never really go even more than a day without going to see somebody or hang out with somebody, this was such a shock to me and I know that a lot of people experience this and at first it was such a horrible feeling for me. I won't lie, I hated it. I really didn't know what to do with myself. Obviously, there was so much else going on in the world, but for me, I did not enjoy just sitting with my lonesome. And I wasn't used to it, especially being in college when I was trying to grow out of that. I was around so many people all the time. All my friends lived right down the hall or down the street. We would go out all the time. I was always in class around all these hundreds of people. And to suddenly go from that to zero was a complete shock. So slowly over that first couple months of it, I started to do my home workouts that I loved. I was learning how to meditate and journal and get in tune with my brain and what I was feeling and I was learning how to really appreciate what I like to do and do it more. Because I was in Florida, which is where my parents resided, I could go outside and tan and read while doing that because it was, you know, March, April. It was already nice outside. I could go swimming and I created this really comfortable daily routine that I enjoyed attending class online in the morning and then being able to just go sit and swim and not really worry about anything in the world. That really helped me start to be more comfortable with it. Being forced to be alone truly changed my life and I do not say that lightly. I was just slowly starting to feel less lonely and reliant on my friendships to literally keep me alive. Even though I still valued them and was excited to see them again later, obviously. 
but it helped me learn that I just can't rely on other people for my own happiness all the time because that's just not realistic and it definitely wasn't easy. I cried a lot. I felt so stuck and hopeless because I felt like I just craved to be with other people to distract me so much and I just didn't know how to see my own life without other characters in my story every single day but in the end it really was worth it to actually work on actively being happy while being alone and just in my own company so flash forward to nowadays I am very secure in my alone time I do value my friendships even more than I used to which is something that I didn't think would have been possible given the different mindsets but I also value time with myself like I never have before If plans get canceled, I'm not as upset as I used to be. I used to be so angry if somebody canceled plans with me because I didn't know what to do with myself and I would struggle and hustle to make plans in their place so I wouldn't have to just not have anything going on. But now I am able to fill my own free time easily with the things that I know I enjoy doing. Obviously, I still enjoy being social and it is a very important aspect of my life but it doesn't drastically drag down my mood if I'm not with people constantly and always hanging out with other people. In fact, I don't prefer that. I prefer a really nice balance of the two. I still have a long way to go, obviously. This is not just some cut and dry solution. You don't one day wake up and be okay with being alone and being by yourself, but I am definitely growing in my ability to love my alone time every single day. So some of the things that really helped me and I think could really help other people in terms of learning how to be alone and learning how to appreciate your own company, the first thing is to force yourself to spend time alone. This might be counterintuitive if you really hate it or you really haven't had to previously. I do know a lot of people that have come to me and been like, yeah, no, I don't know how to be alone. Like truly, I went through this breakup or... I've had to move back from college or I graduated college or something where like there was a big shift in their social circles and who they saw on a daily basis and they're just saying I don't know how to do this I've never had to do this so that's my biggest thing is maybe you have to force yourself to spend time alone or you find yourself in that situation now you need to learn how to enjoy it but if you're in the situation where you're trying to make yourself spend time by yourself just do things even like watching tv or wasting time spend conscious time alone and reflect on how you feel so really be present in what you're doing just going through the motions of a day tends to block our feelings and our perceptions of what we're actually doing so you really need to be conscious when you're doing these things especially at the beginning when you have to get out of your comfort zone of always being around people really truly sit with yourself and reflect on how this experience is making you feel So, also in this respect, don't say no to plans just because you need to spend time alone. Obviously, still have a social life, still do these things, but if an opportunity arises, take it and don't falter on it. Definitely try to take advantage of opportunities where you will be by yourself and just have some time, even if it's like 30 minutes to an hour where you just consciously sit by yourself. And in these moments, it also really helps if you discover what you actually like to do. I've also found a lot of people that I've talked to that are kind of in this rut don't really know what their passions are. They don't know what their hobbies are. They've gotten so stuck in school or work or doing social activities like going out for drinks or going golfing. I don't know. 
that they don't know what they personally enjoy without the influence of other people. So sometimes you just have to look at what hobbies do you enjoy that you haven't done in a while, whether that's like reading, painting, making music, something that you know you enjoy doing and you could definitely pick up right now. You obviously won't know a lot of these if you haven't spent that much time with yourself, but it helps to try out a lot of different things that maybe you liked as a kid or you think that you've wanted to try forever but haven't had the time or haven't had anybody to do it with. Maybe you really like going on nature walks, but you never dedicate alone time to doing it. There's just a world of possibilities if you truly make the time and effort to do so. And it is really nice to do these activities without other people's influence because not all of your friends have the same hobbies as you. They don't all enjoy doing the same things as you. So it is really helpful because you can put just yourself into something that you enjoy doing without having anybody speak down on it or want to switch tasks. You can just fully focus on what you want to do and that's the most important part. Another really helpful thing that I learned that really got me into being okay with being by myself was learning how to ask myself for advice first and I know that sounds kind of weird when you think about it but in my mind if you're used to consulting friends or family for different issues or you're just used to always like texting somebody when something small or even really significant happens try inward reflecting about it just one time some issues or things that happen in life don't really need an outside opinion or don't need validation from others and we can easily get used to consulting others for that this then forms that whole reliability issue when you're just constantly relying on like the attention and the validation from your friends or whatever on even the smallest things and nothing's really your own thing there's nothing going on in your life that just happened to you now you're just saying it to other people and you're kind of introducing it to them too when maybe you didn't need to giving yourself advice on these issues at least at first will help you become more intuitive and secure and lead you to trusting yourself a lot more say you're going through a breakup and your ex texts you out of the blue you might be instinctively inclined to just immediately text your best friend and say like what do i say what do i say or i can't believe he responded to me blah 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 but i think that in that situation it would be really beneficial to ask yourself what should i say to this person how do i feel that they just texted me how am i truly feeling right now by myself with no other outside influence you can think about it consciously know what you would like to do to proceed and then if you still would like a friend's advice ask them but try to get out of the habit of just first instinct sending something to your friend or asking them for advice or asking their help on something that you might not need it for and the last overall thing that really would help you learn to be alone better is to make alone time more enjoyable again this is all about finding things that you personally love to do you will not value your alone time if it's boring or feels like a chore if you're just sitting there in your bed thinking oh i wish i was going out right now i hate being like i can't do this i want to do something but i don't have anybody to do it with you don't need somebody to do certain things with you might want that but you really don't need it if you don't have any friends that want to go do these fun activities with you or nobody wants to try this new like cafe that you want to try you don't need them to go with you it would be nice to share that experience with you but at the end of the day you can go by yourself and you can have just as good of a time 
that lends itself to taking yourself out on dates, which I've definitely seen a lot more of, which is really nice to see. I personally did start going to like restaurants and little bars and cafes alone sometimes. I often go shopping alone and make it like a little adventure. I'll go to the beach, just things like that. I have finally made friends in my now hometown, which is great because when I'm here, I have people to do things with, but it really did help that I genuinely had nobody to hang out with when I first had to sit here and live here for a prolonged period of time because I learned how to actually just enjoy the little nuances of life and going to Target became something really fun and something that I did for self-care. Like I really learned how to enjoy just doing that and nowadays when I go on these little adventures by myself it makes me appreciate my alone time that much more but when I do have somebody to go with that makes that relationship deeper because I genuinely value it and then they do as well. So if you make your alone time enjoyable that also lends itself to having experiences with friends and other meaningful people in your life more enjoyable as well. Overall, learning to be alone is just a really big process and I know that it's going to take me even more time to really feel secure in it. It's going to be an up and down motion. Again, you will still feel lonely at times. I definitely do. I could never be by myself all the time. And that's also not healthy. You definitely still need meaningful social relationships to have a functional and happy life. And that's why I really do put time into my social life as well and tried to make friends and made sure that I did find a circle here eventually. But when you become comfortable alone and cast out a lot of all of that loneliness you used to feel, it truly is one of the most powerful feelings. I often reflect on how I used to feel like just sitting here sometimes like how I would feel before I learned how to be alone. I would definitely hate working from home and not really going out much during the week unless it's to the gym. Like, I would really hate that, but it's really become like a nice, comfortable routine that is very easily managed and changed and allows for a lot of things that I get to do in my free time. I find myself reading a lot more, which is something I've always loved to do, but now I know how to spend time alone. I do it more. I will do more of my artwork and just do things that are beneficial to me without the influence of other people and that's become really important to me. Learning how to be alone in a happy, good, productive way really helps you grow into your own. It helps you learn confidence and it helps you learn security. I know plenty of people that also said like they could never live alone and now they're even like happier than they ever were being in a one-bedroom apartment and being able to have the freedom and flexibility of living alone. You can see people when you want but also when you want your time by yourself you don't have to have anybody over and that's something that I think that they really value too. Learning how to be alone also lent itself to me being able to travel alone which is something that I didn't really think I would ever do. I started doing it a little bit in college but I've really upticked the frequency in which I do it now, especially since a lot of my friends still live in places that are not accessible except for by plane. I definitely take the time to make sure that I go do that, but I also make sure that I have time for myself when I'm on these trips. It is definitely okay to be a little bit selfish and know that you don't have to be with people 100% of the time, even if you're visiting them too. Everyone needs time to themselves. We would not really know who we are without it. So I think it's really important that we learn how to recognize when we need to be alone and learn how to ask for that time when that comes. 
overall, I hope everybody learns how to be comfortably alone for their own sake. It is really important to learn how to differentiate between being alone and loneliness. Again, they do kind of form hand in hand a lot of the time, but they get mistaken for each other often. But it is important to make sure that we're growing in a safe and secure environment when we're learning how to be alone to make sure that we start to feel lonely less and less. And I know that loneliness sucks and it is really scary sometimes, but hopefully some of the things that I said resonated and were helpful in terms of going into learning how to be alone. Personally, I think that I would have never done it if I weren't forced to, so that's why I included the bit about forcing yourself to be alone. Or maybe just try to find yourself in a situation where you don't have any other choice but to learn how to be by yourself because I wouldn't have done it of my own free will, I will be honest. I would not have purposely just sat and tried to do something fun and been happy by myself. The pandemic and isolation and having to be on lockdown and not seeing anybody and going back truly did help me actually learn how to be secure in myself. And in a weird way, I'm thankful for that. Not all the circumstances surrounding it, obviously, just for the sheer fact that I wouldn't have learned how to do it any other way. But just know that, ironically, you are not alone in your journey to accepting and loving time alone. Everybody is going through it, especially nowadays when we're so disconnected. It's really easy to feel lonely and it's harder to have social interactions and social relationships a lot of the time because we're just constantly going back and forth from in the office, out of the office, being able to go out, not being able to go out. So I think this time period especially is just becoming really helpful for people to learn how to be alone because almost as a collective we are being forced to. So while I think it's a great thing, I also do think we just need to be more conscious about the things that we like to do being nice to ourselves and helping ourselves grow to the best of our abilities in the situation. But that is all I have for this week's episode of Ray's Rambles. Again, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you found something that you can take with you. And I really enjoyed speaking about this. It is, again, one of my favorite topics to divulge. So I'm glad that I got to talk about it today. But thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week for my next rant or ramble. Thank you.